You are now listening to Hope Changers Podcast. Hello, listeners. So, um, we're back. Hope Changers Podcast. It's who we are. Yay. (laughs) I'm India. Um, My husband, Sheldon, is here with me. Um, But we are doing another episode today, of course. This is our ninth episode. Uh, We're so excited. We were just talking just before we did this podcast, just saying that, that how we have been doing this for, even though this is our ninth podcast, we have been doing this for about 10 weeks. So we're just like super excited about what the Lord is doing with Hope Changers and um, where it's going. Um, we're, we're super excited about that, and uh, we know that um, there will be more and more listeners. We pray that everyone will be, like, super blessed by um, our podcast and what we talk about. Um, and like we had said before, um, if you guys have any, like, suggestions or anything or anything to say, please let us know. Like, we want to know who our listeners are. We want to communicate. We want to bond with y'all. Um, We just want to be that light for you guys. So, um, okay, so we're going to just get right into our um, episode. So I was talking to my husband just a few days ago, and I was just thinking about how so, um, so many people, or most people, I'll say, since this social media uh generation has come about or like the social media thing has come about I feel like so many people are like pressured almost to you know be something that they're not yeah so and and even I can speak I guess like for myself not that I was pressured to be something that I'm not but I was just telling my husband like I'm just like living by this motto now where I'm going to just be me, you know, like for those people who may know me, they know that I don't really wear makeup all the time. Um, but if I want to, I'll put it on. Um, I may not always look, you know, the freshest all the time. You know, I may just want to, I may just want to dress down or whatever. Um, so I, I was just telling him that, you know, I'm not allowing any more, the enemy to pressure me or society or, um, you know, just people around me, like who I see or whatever. I'm not allowing things or people to pressure me into being, or even an enemy to pressure me into being, um, something that I'm not really comfortable with or, Um, just pressure me like if I'm getting dressed and I know let's say I'm going to church or something like that um, I may think well I need to put on makeup and I don't really want to (laughs) but it's like okay I want to I want to do it so that I'll look a little nicer and there's nothing wrong with that but it's also okay if I don't put it on too you know or you know for us females, we know like we're going out somewhere, we may see some friends and, you know, it's not like we, it's not that we want to one up them, but it's like, you, you know, you want to look good in front of your friends. So, you know, you may feel pressure to get an outfit or something like that. So anyway, I was just saying that I am just living by the motto now where I'm going to just be me. If I wear makeup, I wear makeup. If I don't, I don't. If I dress up, 
I dress up. If I don't, I don't. You know, it's 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 not a big deal because it's like, and, and I feel like we do, we as people, men and women, we do it because we want people to like us. But it's like people are either going to like you for you or they're not. And um, I was listening to somebody, I forgot who it was. It might have just been a pastor. But um, he even said that, and it's so true because I said the same thing to my husband before. It's so true that people... They're going to like you for you, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, whether you're light skin, dark skin, they're going to like you. And if they don't, if you change yourself, they, they still probably won't like you. So it's like it doesn't really make sense for us to try to do more than what we normally would do just to get likes or just to, you know, get people to see us or whatever. Like. You know, it, it just, to me, and this is just a realization that I'm coming to, just being more comfortable with myself and who I am, because my husband knows I'm not necessarily like a girly girl. I don't wear heels all the time, but I'm not a tomboy either. Um, so I like to just be comfortable. And then if I'm going out, if I'm going out, um, I like to dress up and I can dress up. I can look nice, but I like to do it on my own time. I don't, you know, I don't want to feel pressured or anything like that so um so I just we we because he's here too we just wanted to talk about you know our our identity and just encouraging people because we all go through this people on tv just us who are not on tv you know famous not famous people just feel pressure to do more than what they have to do and that's how people go crazy like how these celebrities and stuff go crazy because they're doing something to get the likes of people and then people turn around and talk about them and Twitter about them and all of that stuff and then all of a sudden they kill themselves or whatever. You know, like people do that. So, right. you know, we just want to encourage people who feel this same pressure or who feel, um, you know, the need to do more just be yourself. Just be you. Just be you. Just, <clears throat> for instance, like women who have had children. I've had two kids. Um, I haven't necessarily worked out yet, but I'm not fat. <laughs> for those who don't know me, I'm not fat at all. But, <laughs> you know, like moms, sometimes we feel pressure to just hurry up and get in the gym. We got to look good, you know, before we have another kid or whatever. And that's okay. Yes, I definitely want to work out for sure, for sure. Um, that's one thing that I love to do. But it's like if I don't <clears throat> do it right away, it's okay. And I got to, you know, if, if those who have had kids, you have a little weight on you, it's okay. Like it's it's all right. Um, and, of course, we want to be healthy and stuff. But, you know, when the time is right for you, you do it. I'm just, you know, we just want to encourage those who feel the same pressure of society just because of social media. Like you go on your social media page and you see people who, uh, you know, a couple, a married couple. Who, you see all the highlights, but you never see yeah. the lowlights. Right, right, right. So, you know, like you see a couple and you're like, oh, they're so happy. I just want to be them. But you don't know what they're going through. You really don't. You know, or you see this person who got this or that on, and it's like, dang, I wish I could look like that. Like, why? Or you see somebody on social media who, you know, may not necessarily like you or whatever, and you're like, 
I just want to get likes from them. Why? You know, they're going to like, they're either, either people are going to like you or they're not going to like you. And that's just the bottom line. People talk about people all the time. And I tell my husband all the time that people are going to talk about people to the day they die. I heard, um, Tyler Perry say one day that Tyler Perry said um, on one of his plays a while ago, he was like, people are going to throw dirt on you when you live and when you die, they're going to throw dirt dirt on you. So it, it just doesn't matter. And I remember that and I, that always stuck with me. So um, like I said, we just want to encourage people. And then, um, you know, we also want to just talk about your our identity in Christ how the Lord has just made us beautiful. He He has made us in his image. And we don't have to feel um, pressured to be more than what we are as far as looks. I'm not talking about, um, you know, goals and stuff. But you don't have to feel pressured to be somebody else or, you know, just be comfortable in your own skin. Did you have anything to say to All that stuff you just said, <clears throat> you can speak for yourself. <laughs> I don't have that problem. Oh, stop. I, I'm on the other side of the fence. <laughs> I don't have that problem about being pressured to be like society. I hate being try, trying to be like society. I hate the clothes that we wear. It's all gay. <laughs> I hate uh, I hate the fashions. I, I hate the shoes. Everyone, I hate everything. <laughs> I don't have that problem. I, I don't. I don't try to do anything, you so I, I can't relate to none of this stuff. You I don't like what? none of it to at all. Those, you know what? To those who are listening to this and those who know us personally, they will probably be shaking their heads like, "Yeah," because if you if you know my husband, you know that he's not a fashion person. None at all. whatsoever. Like, I have to help him out. I hate because I hate shopping. <laughs> like I honestly, I honestly hate shopping. I really do. I had to go get some jeans because I badly needed some jeans, and I went to Walmart. And and you know how frustrated I was looking for a pair of jeans. I was so frustrated. I was getting ready to walk out the store. I literally do not like clothes shopping. It is a, it is a waste of time to me, especially because I'm a bigger guy. So the fashions, I I, I like reg, I like good looking clothes, but I like it to just be. Very, you know, modest and, you know, cool looking, but just modest, you know, and I, I just like to look cool and comfortable. This stuff is like suit. They don't even build this stuff for black men. They, they These sizes are, are the waist is like 28. Who the heck is a 28 in the waist? Like what guy are they are they promoting this stuff to? I'm a 42. You know how hard that is to find pants for me? I'm six one. Okay, all right, six one. So, so it's ridiculous. I really don't like shopping. So, just in, I'm just saying in general, this doesn't apply to me at all. (laughs) This trying to society doesn't pressure me at all. I don't like nothing. Right. So, that's how you are. So I don't know, but serious. But no, on a serious note, we all do get pressured um, because. Society moves with whatever the 1% says. And the 1% is the rich, is the celebrities, is the people that you watch on TV, is the people that you watch on your favorite reality show. It may be your favorite NBA player, maybe your favorite rapper, maybe your favorite singer. 
heck, even in the church, it may be your favorite preacher. It may be your favorite gospel singer. We do get pressured all the time. But the Bible says that we shouldn't be tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. And not in the sense in that can be applied. That scripture can be applied to this simply because it's not a doctrine by word, but is you're in, you're being indoctrinated by the actions that are going on, and I and I do see that in the church that we and we covered this in the last in in the earlier podcast about young flying saved. That that is a kind of this that that kind of toes the lines of what this is about about our identity. You know, us in the church, we've kind of lost our our identity because of of the society that we're in. Now we're trying to blend into the cool stuff and trying to be something that we ultimately aren't when we're supposed to be the the sandpaper to the society to, to the culture. Now instead we're trying to blend ourselves into the culture. So we all been pressured. I actually, I have been pressured because since I don't like a lot of things, especially when it comes to fashion, but I do have some days where I look at my wardrobe and I'm and I'm just thinking like, man, I need something. Maybe if I wear this or maybe if I look like this, maybe people would accept me better. But then I come back to reality and I'm just like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, I'm I'm not that wrapped up into being accepted like that for for me to try to just drop everything and try to be what everyone else is, but. We all have been pressured. We all have been pressured. Some people are being pressured right now to blend in. And I think the best thing that we can be is is to be ourselves. The Lord didn't make carbon copies. Everybody is a unique one. When you go back to the dust and your soul goes back to the Lord, that one will never be seen again. There will never be another you. It will never be another Sheldon. When my wife passes on, it will never be another India. You know, Lord forbid, I don't even want to think about it, but when my kids pass, there will never be another one of my daughter or one of my son or whatever other kids we have. They are all unique, uniquely made for a purpose that the Lord has for all of us on this earth. So we have to be, we should take, and I want to say pride because the Lord hates pride. We should be humbled and grateful that the Lord created us to be so uniquely different, Mm -hmm. yet all tied together as one, all of us being human beings. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's very awesome when you think about the fact that there's no one like you. So to try to look like everybody else is is kind of disheartening. Like I just like my wife was talking about on social media. If you pay attention to social media, social media will depress the mess out of you. Seriously, it would depress you like like crazy. I've never seen so much of the same thing like I see on social media when I'm on there. It's almost like people don't have an identity. Everyone's chasing the same thing. A bunch of likes from a bunch of people that you never going to meet 
Or some people you or, or people that you do know. And, you know, we have to get, we got to get out of that. Mm-hmm. We have to get out of that mindset. Who cares if someone don't like your picture? You like it. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Who cares how many likes you do or don't get on a post? Who cares? You know, it's, it's, it's fictitious at the end of the day. We got to get our our heads out of out of that cloud. And I know I probably sound hypocritical to my wife cuz I'm on Instagram all the time. <laughs> but honestly, no, but but well, thank you. I appreciate it. The one time you give me a compliment about my social media activities. Um, but <laughs> but um honestly, even with me being on social media a lot, I don't get caught up mm-hmm. in the social media hype. I don't, my, people can go through all my posts. They'll probably be upset at the stuff I post, quite <laughs> honestly. I don't change at all on nothing. <laughs> you know, I, I, I stress truth and I stress being being re, as real as possible. I don't do things for likes. If you so happen to just like it, then you like it. But it's never been about that. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I do want us, especially as believers, to start trying to be, start being our unique selves and not getting caught up in this train, just uh, tr- just going with the wave. The wave is not good for you. Stop going with the wave. You can't swim in that. You'll drown. Leave it alone. <laughs> you know. So we have to do better, saints. We have to do better with that. To um, offer up uh, encouragement, I feel like I just want to uh, be a, an encouragement to um, be an encouragement to those who are dealing with uh, situations like this. And, and like we said, everybody is because social media is everywhere: Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram. Everybody looks at everybody else's life and not necessarily tries to model after that, but just want to make their lives better just off of what they have seen. So, um, and you don't have to feel, you know, that pressure. You don't have to do that. You, and as the word says, and I'm going to read it right here, um, Psalms 139, verse 14, it says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Um, and that's the NIV version. I don't, I mean, some people read from the NIV version. I don't necessarily, because I feel like they done switched up so much stuff in the NIV version. But can you get to another version? Because I'm going to read it in another version. <laughs> uh, my Bible's um, right here. Okay, yeah, read it what for it? me. Um, Psalms 139, 14. Um, but yeah, the Lord has made all of us fearfully and wonderfully made. Whoever is listening to this, whoever you are, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Go in the mirror. Go wherever you are. Go look in the mirror and look at yourself and tell yourself that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I don't have, you know, you don't have to feel pressure by what you see, um, you know, what you see around you or what you see on TV. And honestly, these things get so redundant. You know, just think about those people. Or, you know, maybe you are one of those people. Maybe you're not. Just think about if you're trying to keep up an image every day 
um, that may not necessarily be you. Like you feel pressured to put on makeup every day, or you and feel I see pressure. That a lot. Or you, on, on social media. What? I'm getting tired of y'all females having makeup on. Oh, my gosh. All day. Babe, if what? they want to do that. We, wait, we just talking about identity, and now you're saying if they want to do just, that. No, no, I, because I kind of feel like I know where you, what you I'm about not, to get. I'm not going anywhere with okay. it. I'm just saying that <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a shade of insecurity as well. Yeah. Because yeah. what are you getting made up for? Each and every day, I I don't understand. I I don't understand it. Some of these Instagram models don't even have jobs. So what are you getting made up for? That's just that's just my thing. So but okay, anyway, all right, we're gonna stop to it. Continue okay. to offer encouragement to um those who may feel that same like um you know pressure. And as I was saying, for those who uh, put on makeup. I don't even remember what I was because you cut me off. I don't even remember what I was <laughs> gonna say. For what those was I saying? Who don't who those who uh, like to put up put on makeup all the time. You don't have oh, to. Oh yeah, do, yeah. So I was going. You're yeah, beautiful was, as you are. Yes, you are. Take but a no, cue I'm from not, Alicia Keys. I'm not saying that you don't have to put on makeup anymore. I'm just saying, you know, if you feel pressure to impress others, right. or you there feel you pressure to. Um, go out and buy shoes all the time or, you know, for the guys, you feel pressure to keep up with other people that you see or, you know, get the right clothes or maybe a car or something. I don't know what guys do. But guys, (laughs) and and that's the thing that we got to do for us as guys too. I don't understand this stuff with guys that see on on Instagram. I'm getting tired of these, uh, I'm getting tired of these guys uh, making me feel upset because I'm not in shape and they flexing oh and working out all the time is making me sick. Uh, stop. I'm stop. listen. Just it's stop. not right. Just stop. Please don't listen to him. <laughs> I'm just Please playing. Stop. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Go ahead. <laughs> Please don't listen to him. That is not what we're talking about here. <laughs> Are we gonna read some? Yes. Go ahead. Psalm one thirty nine says what? Psalm one thirty nine fourteen says in the King James version says that I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and and that my soul knoweth right well. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And what does the next verse say? My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiosity wrought in the curiously. lowest parts curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the world. Of the earth. I said about to say world. I'm sorry. So anywho, um, as we have read that the word says that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Just be be you, be comfortable. And, and I think that's just what I'm trying to stress or we're trying to stress on this particular podcast episode. Just be comfortable in your own skin. It, it gets, and I was going to say earlier, it gets a little redundant and it could be a little stressful to some people um, to be something that you are forcing on yourself or not be something, but, you know, do things that you are forcing on yourself, just trying to keep up, you know, as people say, keep up with the Joneses or, you know, just try to keep up with the, you know, uh, nice clothes and how you look and, and hair and all of that stuff is not wrong. It's not wrong, but when you are not doing it in your own 
comfortableness, um, then then it becomes a problem or you feel pressured to do it when you really wouldn't normally do it anyway, it becomes a, a problem. And it also in 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 a lot of situ- a lot of situations, it also leads to um depression in serious situations. People who feel pressure by society to be something that they're not or be a person that feels like they have to keep up, it leads in not only that you feel pressure to keep up and people still and you realize that people still don't notice you or still don't like you or people still talk about you. Um it leads to depression. I know I'm talking to somebody. It leads to depression. It really does. And I, I've I've heard of the situation. I have I haven't experienced that for myself because my husband knows that if I don't want to dress down, I'm not gonna dress down. I'm you know, or if I want to dress up, I'll dress up. Whatever. Um, but it leads to depression. These these serious situations where people are looking for likes and and. Uh, not just social media likes, but just looking for like hand claps and accolades from other people, and and they realize that even after all of the work that they've done, they're still not getting that. It mm-hmm. leads to depression, and in serious, serious, serious cases, it could lead to suicide. Um, I've I was looking at TV one day. It was um a while ago, and they were talking about I think it was like extra or something. It came on TV, and they were talking about how. Um, re, uh, reality TV stars, uh, several of them have committed suicide because after their reality show, people didn't like them or something like that. So they, it was a case of, I think it was like 20 of them. It was a case of them not being liked. They couldn't get likes from society or whatever. It, 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 it catapulted them into depression, and eventually they killed themselves because they were no longer, I guess, in the limelight or whatever. I don't know. But, you know, so that's why we're just trying to offer encouragement because it's so prevalent out there. It's, it's you know, this pressure. And, and, and initially it just comes from the enemy, It it comes from Satan himself because you are so focused on um, being uh, liked and wanted. And us as human beings, our nature is to be wanted. Mm -hmm. The Lord has created us to have companions and stuff. But when it comes to the point where, you know, you are just, you know, going above and beyond and and, and doing too much, to the point where you're now feeling anxiety because people don't like you, that's where it's an issue. Right. And let me also say, just piggybacking off what you were talking about, um, just about humans just want to be wanted. Mm-hmm. It's not just being wanted. It's, mm-hmm. it's more so acceptance. Yeah, right, you're right. Yep. People want to be accepted right. as they are. Yeah, yeah. Now... I'm not going to touch this right now, but but people, there are people out there who want to be accepted as they are, but, it, but how can I say it? Excuse me. I don't know what you're about to say, babe. I was going to say that there is people that want to be accepted as they are, but they really aren't that. Okay. 
So I want a preference when I'm saying about acceptance. Mm-hmm. Whereas there's some people are not accepted because of everybody wants to be accepted. Let me let me mm-hmm. restart myself yeah. saying everybody wants to be accepted. Yeah. Everybody wants to feel wanted. Everybody wants to feel like they're a part of something. Mm-hmm. But there are certain people that want to be accepted over something they chose to do mm-hmm. rather than be ex- rather than accept who they were created to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to leave that one right there. Mm-hmm. We'll leave that for another, we'll leave that for another podcast. <laughs> so when I'm talking about acceptance, I'm talking about people who are just them, but society doesn't accept them because of their status. They don't have enough money. They don't wear the cool clothes. They're not the cool person. You know, they don't look good. Uh, uh, they're they're nerds or, you know, just the stuff that we, just the stuff that, that will make you get put down. I know, I know that for a fact because growing up in high school, I was, I was that. I was the nerd. I was the one that wasn't cool. The ladies didn't like me. You know, I got picked on in my first two years of high school up until I got big enough and I was a junior that no one messed with me anymore. <laughs> but but I wanted to be accepted, and I wasn't accepted in high school. I was an outsider. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I've dealt with for years, and I still kind of deal with that. I still kind of deal with being one, that deal with the one of being accepted uh, even now. So I understand exactly how it is to not feel, um, to not feel wanted. But what's scary about this day and age is that the enemy is in these young people's ears so much that Mm -hmm. the minute that they're not accepted, Mm -hmm. they feel, they feel so down and the way out is suicide. Mm -hmm. And that is not the way to go out. That's not the way. That's not the way that you should want to end your life. If anyone's listening to this podcast and are going through that and have suicidal thoughts, I can relate. I have had them. I've been there. I know what depression feels like. Depression is depression will have you thinking some craziness. And suicide was definitely one of those thoughts. Get help. I was met. My help was the church. My help was people that was around me that I was able to confide in and talk to them about that. And and I and the Lord really, the Lord saved me because I was praying and had people praying for me. Mm-hmm. And the Lord really helped, really helped my depression and got that, and and took that feeling away from me. Jesus is your help. Right. And Jesus and Jesus is your help. Is your help. Yeah, Jesus just call out to him. Yes. Yes indeed. And and I understand exactly how that feels. So we so just piggybacking off of you, baby, again, it's mm-hmm. it's so true. Mm-hmm. People want to feel wanted. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, and maybe we need to have another podcast talk about this, but it that's another one we're gonna do, I'm sorry. Depression. That's another podcast that we're definitely going to dive deep into that one because that needs to be talked about. 
because we've had conversations. We've had conversations about about suicide and depression, and I just didn't understand. You know, when me growing up, when I was going through what I was going through, and and again, excuse my language. I'm not gonna curse. But I'm just saying, excuse my language because what I'm about to say, I don't want anybody to feel some offended. But when I was growing up, and I was going through what I was going through with depression. It didn't make me want to kill myself per se. I had those suicidal thoughts, but it made me want to hurt somebody. That that was me. That was me. Mm-hmm. But today, people are willing to take themselves out. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what you it's like you don't know what people are going through, what they're thinking about mm-hmm. in these days and time. Mm-hmm. So us as believers, if it's any time that we need to be praying, and I mean laboring in prayer, not just saying a quick prayer, laboring, hour, two hours if you can do it, have 30 minutes to an hour at least, praying for people, because that the, the spirit world is a real thing. Mm-hmm. We, you know, the, the big thing today is, uh, the big thing today is talking about mental health, and mental health has its place Definitely. I don't even want to try to minimize it because it is because so many different things that we didn't know about mental health before. We are learning more more so than ever before. But I don't want us to um, I don't what I don't want is for the church to minimize who the deceiver of the world is, because we know because we're getting medical understanding of mental health. There's still a war for your mind. Mm-hmm. The enemy is still after the minds of people. Mm-hmm. The Bible says he is the deceiver of the world. He's still, at the end of the day, Satan is still the prince of the power of the air. Mm-hmm. He's still, as Jesus called him, the prince of this world. He still has his hand in all of these things. Mental health is a real issue. But spiritual oppression mm-hmm. is a real thing as well. Mm-hmm. And truth be told, before before understanding more about mental health, that's what us as the church called it. People was under spiritual attack. Mm-hmm. And I still think even though mental health is a big thing, I still think I still believe that a lot of this stuff is spiritual attacks. It is. It's spiritual attacks, but we're but the church has become so powerless that we can't even pray this stuff off of people anymore. We can't even we people that's going through in they in their minds and feel like they're going crazy. I remember and I've seen it growing up as a kid. People taking people feel like they lose their mind going up to the front of the church and getting prayed for and being healed mm-hmm. on the spot. No, no, no gimmicks being healed. You don't see that anymore. Why? Because we got too smart. And I'm not saying it. And again, I'm trying to not put down what we know about mental health. I'm not at all. All I'm saying is, is that let's not get us as believers. Let's not get all get off of focus. It's still an enemy we at war with. And it's still that mental health is tied into that as well. Or or mental health is a is a is a byproduct of the spiritual attacks on your mind. Mm-hmm. 
that's 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 really what it is. Mm-hmm. So I don't want us to minimize that. I don't want us to minimize that at all. Because if we do that, then we give Satan a cloak to hide behind. Yeah, true. And that's what you don't want to do. Yeah. It's still an enemy. It's still an enemy fighting for your mind, mm-hmm. fighting for the minds of people. Yeah. Yeah. We see a bun and we've seen a bunch of it in LA and 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 we see a bunch of it in Philadelphia. It's the enemy is still the same no matter where you go. So I wanted to um go back real quick, babe, and you are so right about everything that you said. Um, but I wanted to go back to what you had said when you um were talking about how you never know what people are going through. No one ever knows. And then one thing I wanna quickly address is how believers can be so mean to people. That's a pet peeve of mine. I really hate that. Mm-hmm. I really hate that because, like he said, you never know what somebody is going through. And for us to have Jesus Christ, the true and living God, the only answer to salvation, and we're mean to unbelievers and believers, our own brethren, it's disgraceful. It's disgraceful so much so that I just want to spit right now it's seriously disgraceful and I hate it stop being so mean people are and I know believe even in my family I know believers people who consider themselves believers who are just mean and it's just I mm-hmm. it just disgraces the name of the Lord and it's wrong it's outright wrong because all of these other religions out here are not true salvation because they're false religions. The only true, um, the only true way is Christ, and Christians are the only ones that really have them and that really have that way to get to heaven and to get and not just to heaven and eternal life, but to get to healing, hope, strength, love, kindness goodness, faithfulness, godliness, endurance, perseverance, everything, healing. The Father has gifted us with spiritual gifts. Once you have the Holy Spirit, we have all of those things in Jesus Christ, and we have the nerve to be mean. I absolutely hate it, and if you're one of them believers that is listening to this, stop it. In the name of Jesus, stop it, because I really hate it, and the Lord hates it. It's not right. Too many people out here are dying. Too many people out here are hurting, and they're looking for someone to listen to them, to be kind to them, to even smile at them. And we so stuck in our ways and in our our mindsets and in our selfishness. That's another thing that's a pet peeve of mine, selfishness. Stop being so selfish. I just needed to say that. I just needed to get that out because it's just not right. So, I, you know, I wanted to piggyback off of what my husband said about we never know what people are going through. People, you know, give all, you know, if, if if you are that type of person who are mean and you have bitterness, give all of that to the Lord. Surrender yourself at the altar and, and at the Lord's feet and give it to the Lord. Give it to the Lord because if you don't, you know, if you have any unforgiveness within you, the Lord is not going to forgive you. He wants to, 
but he's not going to if you're bitter and you're mean and you don't want to for, you know you don't want to forgive people or whatever he's not going to forgive you but i you know i just wanted to let that out and another thing piggybacking off of that did i say piggybacking i guess so <laughs> okay <laughs> um if you are that way get out of ministry that's another thing that you didn't that you didn't say and I didn't expect you to say that but there's a lot of mean mm-hmm. believers mm-hmm. in ministry get out of ministry sit your butt down somewhere okay that was too hard let me rephrase it sit yourself down accordingly in a in a proper seat okay that was better that's better okay whatever <laughs> but no seriously um and one of my spirit my I call it my spiritual mother. She always said that if your spirit is not right and you up on stage singing or in ministry and you know you're not right, just sit yourself down. Just step down, get yourself right with the Lord and then allow him to put you back on that, you know, put you back in that on that platform again when when He's ready for you to 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 be on that that platform, mm-hmm. and there's a lot that there is a lot of mean. No, mm-hmm. I got I got something caught in my throat. Oh. I'm sorry, <laughs> but um, it is a lot of mean. Uh, there's a lot of believers that are just mean that are in ministry. Yeah. So and 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 it should and it shouldn't be that way. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know a lot of times you don't know who these people are when they out on the street. Mm-hmm. You know, we did this. This is not a our, our walk is not just a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's not a Sunday thing, and then you turn it off on Monday. This is an everyday part of our lives. We are living epistles. Mm-hmm. We're living epistles. We're supposed to have our feet shot shot with the with the um, preparation of the gospel of peace. Did I say it backwards? Okay, okay. I thought I got it wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's that's how we're supposed to be. You know, we we are we are supposed to be prepared in a moment's notice mm-hmm. to be ready to give to to tell people about the gospel. Mm-hmm. But if our demeanor is just so just so like just just so combative and defensive, people not going when we start talking about the Bible, people will look at us like, "Well, you could have fooled me." We have to, we have to do, we have to, in this day and time, us as believers have to work on these things because I never get a pastor said, he said, every, that, that the world has been looking at every other thing, trying to find safety, trying to find peace in everything, and they haven't found anything. And he said, and he said, believers, it's your turn now. The world done tried everything else, and now they looking to us. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? What What are we going to do? How are we going to respond? People are looking for the real faith. People are looking for the real thing. Let's not let our faith be snatched away by some crooked stuff that's not even real belief in Jesus Christ, especially here in this Western society. 
because and I'm, I feel like I'm off on a tangent, but I need to say this. Christianity, belief in Christ, has been stripped during this whole presidential election politics rhetoric that's been going on for the last two years because white evangelicals in the church have endorsed Trump and everything that he's been doing since he's been elected. They have given off a false pretense of what belief in Christ is because a lot of these people that have that that have been believers in Trump and following them they've been they've they've been just as racist as he is while naming Christ as their lord and savior so a lot of people now are very turned off by the church because of what they've done so it's really so our margin for error is become even smaller now Right, it's not about what they've done, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to blame it all on them, but I'm just pointing that out because they're the ones in front of the cameras. So, so since they're the ones in front of the cameras, we we honestly, babe, we we all know how this works. If one believer acts stupid, people who are unbelie who are unbelievers all of a sudden believe the church act that way. Just just. Just like what they do with pastors, one pastor is a mega pastor got a got a Bentley and in a big house. They think every pastor trying to steal money. Yeah, but another reason why why believers why unbelievers, I was just answering you. Another reason why unbelievers are um, looking at the church as not really being the church is because uh, how these pastors was acting on TV, the preachers of LA and all of that other madness. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. White folk is all of us. No, no, I'm I'm not no no that's why I said I'm not blaming them totally. I'm just putting in context of where we are today. Okay. Where we are today. Right now, mm-hmm. today, they're the ones that have been endorsing a lot of the stuff that Donald Trump has done. Mm-hmm. So therefore They've made the church look bad because they're because of the rhetoric rhetoric that they've you know that they've continued to co-sign. And us as believers is is that's that's to us that's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's totally on a ta- that was totally on a tangent, but I just felt like I had to get that out there. Mm-hmm. Um what I wanted to do before we wrap this up is read a scripture from Ephesians chapter one. And I just want us that are that those who are struggling with their identity. I want you to see what what Paul is saying to the church at Ephesus about what their identity in Christ is and what the Lord has done for them. So I'm going to read this. And I pray that it fills your spirit with joy because it filled my spirit with joy. We're going to start from verse 3 of chapter 1. Are we ready? Yeah, go ahead, man. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. 
Look at what identity he's supposed to have. As he said that he have chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Listen, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he have made us accepted in the beloved. That is beautiful. He has made us accepted. So we don't have to look for vindication in anybody, anything. We're accepted in the beloved through Jesus Christ. But it doesn't end there. This is what else he says. He said, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. Where was that? Oh, according to the riches of his grace, wherein he hath abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, where which he hath purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. In whom we also obtain an inheritance. We have obtained an inheritance. Glory be to God. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, that that's that is beautiful. That's that's beautiful. Look at what you have in store for you as a believer. Look at what Jesus Christ has in, in given to us as believers. We don't have to fight in, in for vindication from anybody on this planet. We have all the vindication we need in Jesus. Will fight for acceptance? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Fight for acceptance, mm-hmm. vindication, all that. We we don't we don't need any of that stuff. Yeah, true. Yeah. All right. When your identity is in Christ, you don't need anything of this world anymore. Mm-hmm. It's all in Him. And that's something that we want to stress before we close this thing out because that is that is the only thing that's going to count. At the end of the day, when it's all said and done, it's going to be about what you did for Christ. Only the, the things that were for Christ are going to last, and it's going to be our identity in Christ. That's going to be the last thing that is going to be the last thing that the Lord is going to want to know of you when it's all said and done. Yeah, and I I wanted to um, say, too, more so to those who may not be believers um, and those who are out there who are just struggling, because I really feel like there's people out there that may even be listening to this, and they are struggling with um, their identity uh, just as a person um, and just struggling with acceptance among people or maybe even family, um, just struggling uh, with pressure from society and trying to be something that they're not and they really don't want to be that, but they just feel pressure, whether, you know, you're a teenager in high school or even in middle school or you're a full-grown adult. Um, I just want to encourage you um, and say that you are fearfully and wonderfully made 
You are beautiful in your own skin. Be you. If you want to leave out the house with some sweatpants and a Mm T-shirt and some shoes with with the toe out, whatever, it's okay. You know, or you want to dress up and look nice and and put on a Sunday's best or, or business casual or whatever, okay, it's okay. Or if you're going out to an event and, you know, you feel pressure to look a certain way and, you know, you don't really want, you know, you know, you don't really feel like throwing it on or whatever, just do what you have decided in your heart to do, meaning just be you, be comfortable in your, in your own self and don't let friends, don't let family, don't let society, don't let TV, radio, social media pressure you into doing more than you would normally do for yourself. And then also I wanted to say that if you are feeling, um, if you are not feeling accepted by people, Jesus accepts you. He, he, he loves you. He has his arms out. He has created you. He's waiting for you to, um, come to him. You are accepted by him because you are his creation. Accept him, um, as your Lord and savior though. Accept him as your Lord and savior. He has already accepted you. Um, and he loves you more more than you know. People don't understand the love, the great love that the Lord has for his people. And if anybody um, knows about rejection, Jesus knows about rejection. Yeah, that's, that's yes, rejected of true. his whole creation. Yes, the yeah. word talks about that. I'm sorry, babe. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm saying. I was going to say the word talks about, about that all up and through Old and New Testament about Jesus being rejected. And the word also says for those believers who know that it says that no um, servant is greater than his master, meaning Jesus being God, our master, has been rejected by people, by society and rejected to the point where they killed him he was crucified yes he was crucified for us it was all a plan but he was crucified he was rejected and he's even still rejected by those whom he created so a servant us being servants we're not greater than him in saying that oh well we can't be rejected or you know trying to get away from rejection that's Mm -hmm. another podcast but that's that's what that scripture means but what the Bible says is that the, the stone which the builders rejected became the head of the corner. He has become the chief cornerstone. Glory. Hallelujah. So he knows about under, he knows about rejection. He was rejected of his own. He is rejected of all creation. Mm-hmm. But now he's the chief cornerstone. If anybody knows, it's Jesus. Give it to him. And he will accept you. Amen. 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 So, um, so yeah, I just wanted to offer some encouragement to those who um, are not unbelievers. And like we said before, if you want to um, hit us up, if this episode has encouraged you, uh, let us know. Email us on our email, hopechangersintl.org. I'm sorry, it's info at hopechangersintl.org. We have an Instagram, which is hopechangers underscore intl. Um, 
and our website, hopechangersintl.org. Hit us up. Let us know um, what you guys are thinking. Um, We love you guys. As we have said before, this right here, just reaching the lost, is the heart of Hope Changers. And it's the heart of Christ as well. The Word says that those who win souls are wise. So we are... We want to reach the lost because there are so many people out there who are lost. This is the heart of Christ. This is the heart of hope changers as well. Um, And we truly love you guys. Um, All right. And I think. And before we go real quick, we have a major announcement to make. Are you ready? How did you forget? We're a part of clean air media. (laughs) Clean air media. That's my that's my homie Meech Real. That's his uh, media platform, which houses different Christian podcasts, and we are officially a part of their family now. So our podcast is currently on eight different streaming websites. Um, so I will let you know where they are, and every week they'll be uploading different. Um, different episodes of ours. Um, we are currently on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. I didn't even know Google had a podcast uh, streaming service. We're on Spotify. We're on Breaker, CastBox FM. We are also on po- uh, Pocket Cast, uh, Radio Public, and Anchor. And we'll also, and so, and we'll also have new episodes uploaded every Wednesday from Clean Air Media. So, um, follow Meech Real. Um, he he has a podcast called Live with Meech Real. You guys can go on Spotify and all the different um, streaming platforms and um, listen Great to him. Podcast. Yep, really good podcast. Really good dude. He's really uh, excited about our podcast. We're excited to work with him. Um, I actually got to know him on Twitter. So, uh, for yeah. <laughs> yeah, shout out to my homie Meech and his and, and his wife. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah so we check us, out. check us out. Follow Clean Air Media on Instagram. Uh, look it up on all Spotify. on Spotify and listen to all the different podcasts. Um, uh, Christian podcasts that are on there. They yeah, got a lot of good content it's not on just that. Us on there. Yes, it's not just us. Who are believers who have their own podcast? They're on there as well. So check out Clean Air Media. Um, thanks again to meet you. Uh, just really believes in hope changers, and we we love his podcast and all that he's doing as well, and all that the Lord is just doing with all of us. Um, just praise the Lord for it all. So check us out on, on all of those streaming sites and uh, check out Meech as well. All righty. So we thank you guys for listening. Episode 10. Wow, we're actually going to be 10 episodes in next week. Episode 10 is coming your way. Thank you guys. Have a good night. Love you. Love you.